So, as always, here we are. Right in the center of this theater of experience called life. Our being mysteriously animated by awareness that we didn't choose, that we can't remember the beginning of, that we've no idea really where it resides. Where is awareness? Where is its edge? Where is its center? Where is its beginning or end? And yet, it's here. It's here knowing this moment, knowing this experience. As our practice develops some depth, some momentum, as we develop the momentum of our practice, it tends to deepen in particular ways. One of the ways that it deepens is from an initial preoccupation with what I'm experiencing. Preoccupied with the content of experience, either preoccupied because of just being caught up very much in what's happening. And if you're noticing a lot of being caught up, caught up in thought, caught up in reactivity, caught up in uh, various emotional states, caught up in resistance or fantasy, etc. Hey, that's, that's what happens as we really start to engage with a practice like this. So either preoccupied with content of experience through being caught up in it, or preoccupied with content in trying to control it. It's another doorway that our practice tends to go through. Trying to control the content of experience, trying to get our minds to quieten down trying to get experience to be a certain way, trying to attain some imagined desirable meditative state, trying to attain peace, trying to attain stillness, trying to attain understanding. Good luck. An appropriate moment to mention one of my favorite lines of the Buddha, where he says, from complete and unexcelled liberation, I gained absolutely nothing. I don't know if that's going to just send people heading out the door. So what's the point? And yet the point isn't to gain something, but rather to relinquish something, to relinquish our neediness, 
to relinquish our sense that there's something I need to get, somewhere I need to get to. Because where could you get to? Where could you go? As always, here you are. So one of the ways our practice deepens is from that being preoccupied with the content of experience to being more engaged with, interested in the knowing of experience, whatever the content is. The knowing of mind like this, the knowing of body like this, the knowing of the world of sensory data like this. like a certain turning around of our attention from the preoccupation with what's happening to the wonder of the fact that anything's happening at all. The fact of awareness. The fact of being here. The fact that there is experience in all its flavors and nuances and displays. And that deepening takes the time that it takes. You can't move yourself on from, you can't force yourself to stop being preoccupied with content. What we, all we can do is we can be as sincere as possible, as interested as possible, as gentle as possible, as diligent as possible with attending to what's here. And then inevitably we start to notice not only the content of what's here, my mind state, my thoughts, my impressions, my wishes, my needs, my fears, but inevitably we start to notice the knowing of what's here. This mysterious, spacious, accommodating capacity that we have, which we've been calling awareness. We could equally call spaciousness, or that we could equally call love. This capacity to meet experience, embrace experience, explore experience. This capacity we have to soften around experience, to drop our reactivity to experience. The capacity we have actually to give experience back to life. To let life be responsible. Rather than neurotic self trying to be responsible for everything. So, at first, and how long at first lasts for, depends on all kinds of mysterious factors. 
partly maybe on the intensity of our practice, certainly on the sincerity of our practice, as well as all manner of other indeterminate circumstances. But at first, our practice, the motivation for our practice is to try to get somewhere, to try to get some experience, to try to make something happen, to try to get or get rid of. And then, as we see through or let go of some of those preoccupations, as we start to get more interested in the fact of what's happening and the knowing of what's happening, then there's a certain wisdom and spaciousness that allows us to let go of trying to get somewhere. And our motivation changes, our motivation to practice, our motivation to meditate becomes more like a kind of um, just letting our practice teach us. Letting ourselves learn about the habits of mind by seeing them as they unfold. Letting ourselves learn about the nature of experience by studying experience, studying in a kind of conceptual way, but in the lived experience. We learn about the fluid nature of all that happens by seeing its fluidity. We learn about our habits of mind by noticing our tendency to fuss with, freak out about, interfere with what's (coughs) happening by really sensing into and handling, that's the vichara we spoke about yesterday, finding out about our habits of contracting around, of making a personal drama out of the stuff of life. And in doing so, that learning allows us to be what, more patient, more generous, more easeful with this stuff, the stuff of our life, the vicissitudes, the blessings and the burdens, the delights and the challenges, the, what in the Buddhist tradition sometimes called the 10,000 joys and the 10,000 sorrows. And so our motivation deepens from trying to get somewhere to letting here teach us, letting, like we've been saying, life be our teacher. And as that understanding deepens and develops, refines, we might say, then our motivation for practice becomes more just the, for the love of it. We sit for the love of it. We listen for the love of it. 
or the sense that whether what we're listening to is beautiful or painful, the sense that there's a way in which we're paying the deepest respect to what's happening by attending wholeheartedly, responding wholeheartedly. Honouring the heart, honouring experience, honouring life itself by being right here with it. And even though on the one hand we can speak about that as a, a deepening motivation to practice, at the same time, it's not necessarily just linear. Right? It's not that we just do one and then it changes into the other. We find different uh, capacity or different access in different moments. So part of the skill of our practice is responding where we are. If we find that we're caught up with content, then we're asked to be skillful with that. If we find that the content has quietened down or that we've just let, we've uh, left it alone a little bit and we're struck, not by so much by what's happening, but by the knowing of what's happening, then we're invited to be skillful there. If we're struck by sense that life's happening by itself. Breath is just breathing itself. Birdsong and sunshine and bodily sensation and various aspects of the thought and imaginative life are just happening. Then we're asked for, to our, for our practice to be there in allowing that naturalness, dhammata, And letting ourselves feel and trust and allow that natural unfolding, that fluid quality, that changing nature. And so too, then, our practice, even though you know one day follows another, and so there's a certain presentation of the way we're practicing, which can appear to be linear, but our practice isn't linear. So we started with breath and body. But, like we were saying last night, in doing that we start to notice something about thought. We start to notice something about awareness itself. Mm. Introduced yesterday, uh, both in the speaking in the afternoon and then again in the evening, that sense of attending to the flavours of experience meditating on the pleasantness of the pleasant or the unpleasantness of the unpleasant. So there's some, in the laying out of our practice, there's a seeming linearity, right? Breath and body. Uh, the feeling tone or affect of experience. And once we establish a certain groundedness, using breath and body, 
then we can use that groundedness to open up to, oh, noticing the pleasant, the unpleasant. Noticing whatever reaction, whatever I do with the pleasant, whatever I do with the unpleasant, the tendency to grasp hold of or to push away from. And while sort of honoring that progressive quality to our practice, just being open to or available for whatever aspect of our experience actually stands out to us. Practicing with breath and body, but like we heard yesterday in here and again in the group, then noticing some, some story from our life that produces some strong emotion. Anger, confusion, sadness, hurt. So giving attention to what's needed, giving attention to what arises. Caring for our experience. as we um, navigate and attend to this progressive process of our meditation. <coughs>